0: Hello and welcome to the Lovey's Podcast. I'm your host, Emily. And I'm your hostess, Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been been been. in one. Ah, All right, let's get into it. All right. (laughs) Hello, Allison. Hi, Emily. How are you? (laughs) Could be doing better if you weren't earth-shaking your leg over there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Driving me nuts. (laughs) Nuts. Yeah. Also, there is another guest in the studio today. Yeah, My that? stomach. Uh-oh. So if she screams because she's hungry. Mm-hmm. You know what? Damned if I do, damned if I don't. I know. I woke up this morning flat as a board. My eyes on fire. <laughs> no. I woke up. Mom, my mother told me I looked skinny. Mm. And now that I haven't eaten, I've bloated. Oh. But if I ate, guess what? Yeah, correct. I would have bloated. <laughs> so... The world is a cruel mistress, you know and I is. am her lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Allison. Thank you. I like that. I like that a lot, right now. Yeah, I like that. Well, you know what? Let me tell you. After this, I am ready to crash. I got Friday off work, which was the most thrilling thing of my entire existence and <laughs> I'm no sitting here. I'm letting it happen. I'm letting it happen. <laughs> and <laughs> I got Friday off, and for whatever reason, I don't know how, but from Friday till now, Sunday, here we are. It has been go, 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 ta, 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 don't stop. Blah, 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 get blah, it, blah. get it. My jaw locked. Like, my jaw. Like, I had to take a sip of water during worship this morning because my throat <laughs> was too dry. Like, my throat feels dry. It doesn't sound different. My voice... Like, I hate no, it that. it sounds a little different. I hate when you're talking and doing the thing and running the gambit, and then you're like, let me see. Like, I worked hard. Like, I talked a lot. Like, do I sound different to you? No. You sound the exact same, but my head is pounding. My throat is dry. I feel, like, exhausted. You know, we could also do... <laughs> A shorter episode if that's in the cards. No. Well, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I just, I think it's interesting how, and while, and it's like, I always complain about things like this, but I complain because I'm blessed. Okay. Like it's I, a woman's right to it's complain. It's something that, like, it's, like, a fun thing to complain about. You know what I'm saying? No like, you know, when people complaint. are like, oh, I'm so busy. I have, like, graduation, wedding, baby shower. Yeah. And it's like, those are fun things to complain about. Yeah. Everyone enjoys, like... A good, fun complaint. Yeah. But, like, work, no one, likes. no one likes to hear it. No one likes to complain about it. Yeah. But anyways, enough that. Dilly-dallying. What's this week's episode about, Allison? I don't know, actually. Yes, you do know. You just said it before. Uh, yeah, I said one word. Dependent Dependency, but I don't know what that means. So, this week's episode, we're kind of talking about dependency in relationships and being independent. Because something triggered me while we were watching The Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah? <laughs> Triggering is kind of like a big word. I don't think that's the appropriate use of that word. But we were watching, so there's this housewife named Bronwyn. And she Mm, like like let me tell you, getting through these Orange County episodes is It's been a time and a half. Like, their season has ended for months. It's been months, 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 months since it ended, and we have not watched it because the whole COVID thing happened and I just I do not I abhor this whole propaganda propagandizing, yeah. I don't like it. The Housewives obviously have to do it because they're on a liberal network a and all this stuff. Network. Or leftist network, that's more appropriate terms. Yeah. But, um, and on top of it, I love, I love gossiping, I love talking shit, I love all that stuff. But, and that was like why I don't do it all the time. So watching the Housewives do it, it's like cathartic yeah. because it's like, I don't always, I don't really gossip about people i don't really have a lot to say about people you know what i'm saying no. and it's like that's their job is to do that and fight and then you pause the tv and you can talk about it and you can dialogue about it and be like where did they go wrong what did they do why did they do that what reaction was caused by this action that they you know and i just i find it so psychologically interesting and so but with everything going on in the world i am exhausted by it like yeah. i'm exhausted politically. I'm exhausted with the fighting. And it's like, not only are people fighting politically, but it is like, it it's like blows to the gut. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like you hear something Biden does and you want to vomit. Like, that's how bad it is right now. Yeah. So, like, the last thing I want is to hear people fighting with each other. So, I really dropped off the whole Housewife bandwagon. Which has made me really sad because I really enjoyed the, like, frivolous, like, oh, she said that, oh, she did that, oh, like, that doesn't really much matter at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, because now everything is being a But now everything statement. is very political and what this means. So this parlays into Bronwyn on Orange County and they were at this camp thing. They were like, at they, Lake Arrowhead. They were at Lake Arrowhead and they did, like, a retreat thing or whatever, like, camping, I don't know. So, they were in a cabin, and she was really upset because of everything going on, and she was feeling unsafe, and the mask, and coronavirus, and, like, what have you. So, she calls up her husband and is complaining about, you know, her worries. And in her interview, she said, I'm really dependent on my husband, and I shouldn't be. Like, it's unhealthy. And I'm like, well... As I've seen housewives for many years and always whenever they're on a trip and something doesn't go their way, who do they call? Yeah, the husband. Their husband. Because that is like the trope. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. There's no one closer to you in your life. Your husband knows everything. Your husband knew all your thoughts about the trip before it happened. Yeah. He was there with you packing, all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then like the episode continues. And then we watch the most recent episode, which is a season finale. We haven't gotten to the reunion yet. But, and she is, like, now, I don't know what she's doing now, but at the time of that episode airing, like, she wanted to grow even further away from her husband and be like, I want to be an independent person in this relationship. Like, we are too codependent. We rely on each other way too much. I check in with him all the time. And then it kind of made me think, because she's very, very leftist. Like, she's very pro biden pro whatever but she has a huge family she has seven kids and all this stuff like she has a nuclear family like yeah. the guy the dad works she stays home she's always stayed home she comes from money where you know the her mother became a doctor paved yeah. her own way for yeah, herself it's like going crazy but i think her experience she didn't come from like a nuclear family structure like her father i don't think was in the picture they were divorced or something yeah but so that's what she want. That's what she wanted. So she had seven kids and did all this stuff. And now to hear her say that, I'm like, is that like, you know, like, is that what they're talking about now? Is that what they're saying? And then it made me think, like, we we talked about feminine. We've been doing feminism a lot. For a long time, yeah. Like this whole little series is, which is basically three episodes that sound all the same probably. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> they do. But it's good to be repetitious. That's how things stick. That's how things stick. But, you know, and I was thinking, I was like, in that is a big independence thing. But when you get to be married, you don't get to be independent anymore. Because then what did you say? What did you say when you're like, oh, they're growing apart? Like, or they're Yeah, to like, be that's the main reason for divorce, Yeah, is the moment you become independent from each other. Because yeah. that's the thing, because it's like, well, I was living my life, and he was becoming who he was, and it just wasn't working together. And it's like, marriage is meant to be dependent. Yes, marriage is meant to be dependent. And so it's like, it's weird, because she, for whatever reason, and I see a lot of the housewives and their husbands and everything, and they do, like, there's... There's couples that work really well together. There are couples that don't work really well together. There are couples that are just, like, neutral. And he does a lot for her. Like, like I wouldn't even say that she's, like, I always have to check in and have to do this. Like, he doesn't ask her to do that. Like, yeah. she just does that. Yeah. And then it was, like, her on the trip where she's, like, I'm too dependent. And it did, like, the cutscenes they do to be dramatic about it. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, she is calling him all the time mm. and be, like, oh, my gosh, like, talk to me right now. Like, this is how I'm feeling and, like, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's, like... You should want to like converse with your husband that way, especially even after having seven kids and being married for that long, having how many God knows how many vow renewals. I so yeah, I would hope you still really want to talk to him. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, that's another thing. Because it's like now, it's like, because people who say, and I know this is a thing. Because remember we did that dupe episode long time ago. Oh, like yeah, yeah. three. And they're like, we need to feel. Okay, I just want to know what is going on in the modern woman's brain today? Why does she want to be so sexual all the time? Well, you know what? I think it's really interesting because back to the whole, like, feminism trope where isn't it, like. Like, they don't want women to be sexualized beings. Yeah. Like, in the whole Free the Nipple movement is, like, men sexualize the woman's move. Which is why that's everywhere. Yeah. And yet, they're out there making everything sexy. Like, knowing that's what they're doing. Yeah. Knowing they're not going out looking and, like... Like, they don't even feel like, oh, this is just a casual outfit, like, nobody should no. look. Like, no, they go out there and they look and they feel sexy. Yeah. But they don't want the bad, like, they don't, like, evil things come out all the time. Yeah. It's like, people will find a way to ruin anything. Yeah. And so it's, like, you could be vibing yourself and, like, feeling sexy. It's, like, look, don't touch. But it's, like, there's going to be those, like, sickos who will just touch. Yeah. And it's, like, and, like, you have, like, you go out, like, knowing that. And it's, like, that doesn't mean we don't hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't mean that we have to, like, force ourselves to, like, sit back and be whatever. Yeah. But it's, like, like, sexuality is so high on the forefront and women are being just as sexualized as they were in the 50s and in all the eras that they hate, that women are being undermined and desexualized. Yeah. But we're saying it's our choice now, but we're only doing it because somebody high up said, you want this just so we could still cater to maybe the male gaze. Like, mm. maybe think about that one. Yeah. Feminism. Whoa. But, like, but think about it. Like no, Either way, true. we're catering to the male gaze, whether we say it's for ourselves or not. And it's like the best way to not cater to it is to not cater to it. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, and I feel like even more now it's, more full throttle. Oh, like, like it's, it's more like, like the bimbos on TikTok. Yeah, like I love the bimbos. God bless the bimbos. But I'm like, <laughs> those women are like sad. Yeah, and it's like sad. they're like, I'm not sad, but then like in the next one they're like, I cry. You just got to cry like three times a week, and then just keep going because you're bad. But it's like it's okay to say like you're broken. It's okay to look pretty and feel sexy and be like, but this isn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be. yes you know what I mean. I know exactly. Like. Like, like, lord okay. knows, I like to dress sexy on my one-on-one time with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I got my tiaras, <laughs> got my nice, my nice tank top, <laughs> going nuts out. No, but it's it's very true, and it's like it's kind of like that girl from TikTok where we take back all of these things, but like all of our, but like, like we do without actually thinking, but about but we do without thinking about it, and it puts us in more of harm's way like was the woman in the 50s sexually repressed I don't know why you give a fuck how about we start there why are you so obsessed with being in her bedroom why are you so obsessed Mm. that your one outlet your megaphone to life being seen is set is your boots laying on your back like like how about I don't care what she did in her bedroom what I care about how was her family raised how were her what are her children today oh that's totally gonna pick up I know do you hear that (laughs) oh my gosh okay well yeah sorry one day we'll get a studio garage door (laughs) that's not a garage I know but why do you care so much what's going on in her bedroom like look at how her kids are raised look at what schools are going on what's the community what's the church life is her husband happy where does her husband work what is she doing everything else I think around her signifies Her femininity and her womanhood, but her vagina is the only outlet she has to expressing that freedom. Yeah, I just don't buy it. I don't believe it, and I don't get it. So then we look at Bronwyn, and she's all misindependent here, and like that group article that we touched on, like episode four or something. The big thing in that article was that the woman wasn't feeling like she or the bizarre article I think wasn't bizarre. She wasn't feeling like she could be herself, so her and her husband would go to an apartment or maybe not even together, maybe she'd just go by herself. Oh, yeah, and, and they'd, they'd like have their own houses, yeah, they'd have their own houses. So they're not divorced, but it's like a new way. So it's like, and we all know what it's this like separation, to. yeah. We all know what this is parlaying to the destruction of the nuclear family, confused children, no structure drugs yeah no like going to indoctrinating schools you know and it's like and then you go to schools that tell you your life is messed up and you go home and guess what your, your life is messed, messed up. up. They're right. Who are you going to believe? Your school, not your parents because they're not even living in the same house because they want crazy wild monkey sex and they want to forget that you even exist because somewhere down the line they thought they learned or they were told or they whatever yeah. believe that having kids means that you no longer have freedom. Yeah. When what are we all – what? So, when, so I have a question. So mom, mom who wants to pretend that her husband and kids don't exist, what do you do in your free time? You're not reading. You're not crocheting. You're not, look, like, what are you doing? Finding community, right? Yeah. Going to your friend's house with all of their other friends and all of their. You know whomever they hang out with, and you're saying what? Oh, I feel like I have community. I feel like I have people that I can talk to, that I can listen to. What is the point of marrying and having kids? Yeah, what is? What the is point? the point of that whole thing? Of that whole thing that you built up, and then you say my tribe, my tribe includes my best girlfriend and their best girlfriends, and their and they're and they're all divorced, and they all have no you know no ties with their and sisters. And I am out here. I'm all for like married couples really do need to take the time to hang out with their friends. Yes, I'm like all for that I think that's like way better for the marriage Mm -hmm. I am not for sacrificing and demonizing what you have willingly chose to marry and build together yeah just so you can like feel some close like everybody wants a big change in life always when people get stagnant because what was like I think I said this to you last night Mm -hmm. where it's like the moment you get married like like It could be at the wedding. When you're engaged. Honestly. Be like, when. uh, so when are the kids? And when are you going to have kids? Yeah. And it's like, you really, like, your whole life leads to this pinnacle moment of marriage. And then the only exciting thing happens when the focus is not on you because you're bringing someone else into the world. Yeah. And so it's like, then people just see you as, like, an object. And that's a really, really big thing with motherhood these days. Which Mm. is why they get the pushing presents and, like, bullshit like that. Because it's like, yeah, guess what? Like, you are losing yourself. And a moment of that, but it's like what a great thing that you're able to gain. Mm-hmm. Like instead of like like oh like I'm the servant like she like like she just uses me as like a cafeteria or whatever. It's like like you could be like a mentor, like you are yeah. a caretaker. You know what yeah. I mean like you are a guider of like like guiding them through life. Mm-hmm. Like what an honor and a title that is. Like you are now teacher. Like yeah. you are now mother. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it's like. You gain so much, but people are sacrificing so many things that when the only other exciting big life event you have is death or having another child or Or if the child gets married, that's it, then you're like, oh, then I'm really going to look for something that's, like, a little more gratifying than just sitting around and waiting for something to happen. Mm Because it's like, yeah, grandma's all, like, hurt these days. She's kind of getting a little bit over it. But, like, she's butthurt because she's like, I have no reason to live. Like, no one's getting married. And it's like... Yeah, and that's genuinely the plight of any age ever. Yes. Because then it's like, yeah, what is the next big event? Like, because then everything's like, well, you should do that. Like, you should be getting a job. You should be making that Yeah, money. and you know what? We talked about men having midlife crises. Women have crises Women like having, fucking nuts. And, like, and their crisis isn't just, I mean, okay, a man cheating, awful. But, um,. You know, and women have their, their equal to that would be divorcing just point blank period for Well, no you know reason. what? You know what? Because we always say menopause is like a son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And people are bringing menopause mentality into just like everyday life. Yeah, into life, everyday life. And that's very terrifying for me. I know. Because it's like, man, don't cheat. But what yeah. do they look for? Men look for reasons to be loved. They just... (laughs) That's what men look for. And women look for reasons to be mean. I know. Like... Well, you know what sticks in my head all the time when I look at a marriage that's broken? Mm. Or, you know, like... Because here's the thing. And I want to, like, touch on this really quick also... There is a good, healthy... And we're going to get into this later. I want to just remind us to get back to it. Mm-hmm. There is a good level of independence. Like, I believe that the married woman and the married man should have their circle of friends where they that don't they see, see him, like, you. Yeah, like, Like, like you you can month, know maybe. about their friends. You know, like, like, we have a friend who's married and her... Like, we know her husband, but, like, we hang out with her, you yeah. know? And it's like, so we know, like, all that stuff. And it's like, that's good. That's healthy. And it's like... That's your independent moment. And I think that is very profound and it is something that really needs to be remembered is with this world that is so self-gratifying and selfie culture and all this stuff, I don't understand. It's something that I cannot compute. That's why I've never thought about it. So it's interesting that you say it. I am, I'm a, I'm a narcissistic vain person. I'm not necessarily selfish. I think those are two different things. They are different. Like I care a lot about how I look. But I would not say I'm very selfish. No, because you're very empathetic. Yeah. So, so like, this whole idea... And I did not grow up with parents who were selfish. Who were like, see, now it's Mother's Day and I get to be celebrated. So you must Happy buy Mother's me Day, things. by the way. I love yeah. you, mothers. It also happens to be Mother's Day. But, um but like we grew up with parents who sacrificed everything and who continually and showed nothing. that and expected nothing and they didn't say see I'm doing this for you like like we went through private schools. it was schools. never it was in our never face. like well maybe if you know you didn't cost so much money to go to school I could afford like a new shirt or new shoes or a new car you know they yeah. never did that and I know parents can do parents do that, do that shit that you know why? That's why there's a heroin problem in that those is, yes. Yeah. Because they think that's how you teach children respect, but it's like it's really how you fuck up a kid. Yeah. Because what are you doing? You're teaching them that they're a burden. Yeah. To you and that their life would be better without you. Yeah. And it's like that's why our kids are sad. Because yeah. we have like really shitty parents out there. And then there's like some parents that just they put like they'll have kids and they just put themselves first all the time. Always. And they are like, Well, this kid is an extension of praise for me. Yeah. Like And it's like, no, like, if you flip this script and change the narrative, it's like, like, you, like, when I, if I'm blessed to be married and have kids and do that whole bit, like, at this moment in time, I am cute young little thing. Everybody gives me attention till the day is on. Everybody looks at me. Everyone wants to talk to me. Everybody wants to laugh with me. And I love it. And I'm soaking it up. I'm I'm enjoying it because I know it's not going to be here forever. Yeah. But it's like, do you know how nice it is to be like... Like, now I'm getting a little bit old, a little aged, I don't have as much energy, and now my kid can, like, Carry float the, the boat, you know? And yeah. she can be the young, vibrant thing, and I can import wisdom onto her, and I can, cl- like, silently go to the reset, you know? Now yeah. she has the wedding, and everyone's talking over her and caring about when she has a baby, and it's like, now I get all of the fat, which is all the good stuff. Like, I get to be there with her through it and guide her through it, or him or whatever, but... um, but, like, I don't really have to be the center of attention no. anymore. No. And that's kind of, like, a relief. It's like, true. why do you want to be the center of attention All still? All the time. Well, because, <laughs> well, I think that feeds back into the whole, like, not being able to love yourself. Mm. Because it's like, when you have child, it's like, yeah, like, like, what? Pastor Riggs said he was like, yeah, like, it's like yeah, like you always feel like they did sin because they ruined your body. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I yeah, that. amen, Pastor. Yeah, because like you feel, because I and understand. it's like you, you just always want people innately really want glory, mm. and as a person who really loves pity, by the way, <laughs> like I could see how people can do that, and I think if I was a different person, I would like totally be that type of mother. Yeah, because i I would like make shit about me for no good reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like kind of like I, if I was a put into check when I was young. Yeah, I absolutely, would turn out that way. That is so. Yeah, like yeah. I could see myself being. So I'm very... like, but like that is the common trope. Mm-hmm. But because I grew up in such an uncommon family, yeah, I didn't turn out that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like everyone has it in them. Everyone, everyone has it, always has it. Like because that's the sin, and it's the easy nature, and it's the it's satisfying to be that way. And it's like look at Bronwyn. It's like she has seven kids. She all she wanted was kids and a family to stay at home and do that whole bit. And she was very blessed and lucky. She married a man who's wealthy enough. To, per- to bankroll to, that. To bankroll that whole thing. And then thing. it's some weird social justice thing. Even though she is the people she claims she hates. And yeah. She's always wanted to be that person. Yes. She's now going to destroy her entire family to prove something to nobody. To nobody. Only to be like, okay, see, maybe she has like a midlife crisis. And it's not even like her husband is awful or is abusing her or threatening if anything, her. anything, he's or a little dough her... Yeah. Like, he like he's very weak. Her. He's very, like, I don't know if he's weak, but he like... He's supportive of her, and, like, I don't want to confuse weakness with meekness. Like, I would say he's more meek than weak, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I think he does try to stand up to her, but he also understands it's like, I love her so much, I don't want to lose her. Yeah. And, like, there's just some moments in life where it's like, I just have to, like, let her do the thing. And get through it. And get through it. And... Yeah, so it's like, what is she doing this for? And then it's like this whole independence thing. And then, okay, so I don't know if this applies anymore because now we're on, like, kind of a different thing. But when a brokenness does come into marriages, when you have kids and when the woman feels all bitter because she's not feeling loved or has attention yeah, okay, or so. or whatever, and then she ends up hanging out with her friends more and, like, falls more and more away of, like, what's going on. And I think, personally, there is nothing more interesting than having family. You want to know why? Because those kids, drama mama, like drama city. drama city. Like, and you can actually do something about it. Like, yeah, like say I have a friend and she wants to do this and I don't like it. I'm like, uh, like whatever, like irritating. I'll gossip with this friend, like, uh, irritating. And you move on with your life, you yeah. know? Like, you're still friends. You're not like, like saying she's so evil, she's so awful. But my kid comes home and says something the teacher did that I don't like. I can actually go and do something about that now. Yeah. Like, I can true. actually push back because now I have recourse, you know? Yeah. But my friends. When they do something I don't like, I can be like, well, I don't like that, but, like, whatever. And they can be like, well, I don't like that you did that. And you're like, okay... And you move on with your life. And it's like, well, my drama is... I can't fix my drama. Like, it's not interesting. It's like, it's interesting for entertainment purposes only. But it's like... And then your kids will say the craziest things. And I look at that and I'm like, how are you not interested in that? Like, all the time. Like, I'm so curious. Like, what is going on in their life? What are children thinking? And then they're like, well, my kids don't talk to me. I'm like, well, have you ever tried to listen to them? Yeah. You know, because, you know, our parents... They always listened, and they would never budge. They would never, like, if I said fine or whatever, I probably said this in another episode. If I said fine, it's fine, like, school is fine, then our father would be like, okay. And then you'd feel like, oh, well, like, well, like, there's actually something I want to talk about now. You know, yeah. because you weren't curious. So now I'm going to give you, yeah, like, this like, story. the kids want the parents' attention. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know. I just, I think it's so much more interesting whatever your kids say than whatever your friends of, like, 20 years say. Like, that's not going to change. You kind of know what they're going to say. But yeah. this kid that's going through life, I think it's I think it's a highly interesting experiment, and then the fun thing is you get to talk to your husband about it oh, about I all know. this crazy oh, well, shit your kids getting into more goss, like more, more gosh. hot goss for the column. <laughs> but then you can like actually collaborate, and then that's when I feel like you see the strength of your relationship grow because it's like now like we really like what are we made of, you know? Yeah. Like because you said all this stuff and I said all this stuff, and it's like now we're like nurturing and like caring for this thing. And it's, like, when the rubber hits the road, like, who are you going to be? Yeah. You know? I think, I just think, I think it's so beautiful and so interesting. And that's why I'm so surprised when people, like, I'd rather hang out with my friends. It's, like, I love my friends. And in this season of life, like, I love hanging out with them. I love listening to them. But it's, like, I know that if I have a family, I will not find them nearly as interesting. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I will always love them. I will always listen to them. But it's, like, you know, like, it's, like, there there's a little dynamic shift of interest Not that I won't ever. Well, I think there is because I feel like there's just that thing where it's like when people are married, it's like, oh, they're married now. And then the friends who aren't married tend to lose interest in the ones who are. Yeah. Because it's like, well, like you're done. Because all they do is talk about that. But then that's what I think is like the married woman's plight. Yeah. Is we want. To have both, but you can't. I know. Well, that's where you have to parse out the dependent and, and then And then we have the big issue because marriage is so demonized these days. Yeah. Like, they're like, I was a fool for getting married. But it's like, you weren't. Like, but, like trust that decision that you made. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, stand by it. It's I like, think you can people, still hang out with your friends. I think people like, feel bad because I think it's, you're, I don't know. I think it's in one of two camps. And I think we're in only one camp and we're not in the other one. Yeah. Where we know a lot of people that rushed into marriage. Yeah. More, like. What's the other camp? The other camp is the ones who waited a little bit longer. Yeah. And then you got married and you're like, oh, like, you know what? You sit heavy in your shoes. Like, I'm really happy for you. Like, you really went through a lot. Like, but you really found someone that really met you where you were. Yeah. But I feel like I'm always seeing people rush into marriage. They find the guy. Not that it's a bad guy. Like, y'all work out. It's fine. Like, you are good for yeah, each other. Like, but if it wasn't like, now, it would be then. Yeah, like, it would be then. It would be the other camp. But it's, like... like But it's, I like, also, like, let it let it be the other camp sometimes. Yeah, like, let well, it be the other because it's camp. just hard, like, yeah. when you rush things because then... Because guess what? Like, you'll always end up together in the end. Yeah. But before that ending, yeah. like, you can't have that afterwards. Exactly. And it's like, it really it's it's a big change like a really really it's big it's a really change. big change and it's like don't take advantage of that yeah cause that's just like such a big thing it just is. like in Christianity that's always a trope isn't it cause like yeah. they just wanna like have that cause they yeah and they just wanna or and they, it's I like know what they want <laughs> and it's like a person like us like let I think, let's I think it, it's just the security of uh, it but really? like honestly I think it is I mm-hmm. think it's the security of knowing you're gonna have someone and like that's it that's good I think everybody but wants I that but I feel like mm-hmm. the engagement itself should be enough that security I think and lot. so now I'm like questioning things a little bit Don't do where I'm it. like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not questioning it. But I'm like, because it's very like, like Christian to get married that quickly. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, um, like do engagements not last? Like, the, like it, say it is the answer is like, I want the security of knowing I'm going to be a wife. And that's like done. We're finished with that. Yeah. Then it's like, since Christian engagements are so short and all that jazz, I'm like, is it very common actually for a lot of them to break off? And, like, we just don't know about that because it's, like, it's not like we hang out in the church a lot, you know what I mean? And people don't want to talk about it. Yeah, and, like, people don't want to talk about that. You know, I think think it's, like, maybe a little bit of that and also, like... You know when you make a decision, and you know it's wrong, but you're like, oh. Oh, and you're like, but if I do it now, I won't regret it. Yeah, and it's like, because I don't really regret, like, I don't regret marriage itself. With him, maybe I have cold feet. Let's just, like, like, let's do it right now. Let's get it done. Because then, like, I can't think about, like, maybe. And it's like, but the thing is, if you think about all those doubts you have, like that doesn't necessarily mean you're making a wrong decision. are yeah, yeah, a normal thing to have, point. and I think that's where a and it's lot of like, it comes we can't from. push things away. Yeah, because it's like you could be with the right, show up. I know you could be with the right guy, have no doubts, and then you get that ring on, and then now you have all these doubts, and then so instead of confronting the doubts, you just rush into it, and then you do it, and then you're mad at them. Yeah, and then like you have a, weird and then you're like, see, resentment. all my doubts were true. But you never told anybody yeah, you have like, them. Yeah. And it's like maybe if you just said, I'm feeling this, then you can dialogue about it. That's why marriage counseling is so important. Yeah, and it's... that's why it lasts a certain amount of time because you just need to like dialogue and get through those yeah, things. And, like get through Because it. I understand the security of getting engaged. And I understand the security of knowing that. For me, the engagement is, is enough. enough for me. I'd be like, well, we're chilling. Yeah, now like, I we're know, sitting. now we're, we have like, we have an agreement. We break this off. It better be for a very, very good reason. Yeah. And now I can just, like, chill. Like, that's when I feel like I'm going to be, like, my best self. And, like. Yeah. (laughs) Because you are in the best time of your life. You, you are done fighting and figuring out where are you in life? Where are you going? Do you want this job? Are you going to stay in this city? You're done. You're now you're together. Yeah. So now you get the joy of being like, I get to be with this person for the rest of my life. And you don't have any bad things yet. You don't have a mortgage. You don't have any, you know, children. You only have your in-laws, which you don't really see that much yet because you're not really in the whole thing, you know, and you just get to spend all this time with them and design your life and design your wedding and figure it out. Because the second you get married, you get hitched, all that fun and games is over. Now the in-laws are always going to be there. You're going to really have to get a job. You're going to have to figure out a house. You're going to get a mortgage. People are going to be like, when are you having a baby? You know, like all, now everything. Everyone's going to have opinions. That before, the dating is awful. The marriage is awful. The engagement, I think, is the sweet spot in relationships, and everyone rushes through it, and I don't know why. I know. I don't get why. Because now, because no one, because everyone's like, oh, well, are you going to have a baby? They can't ask that. Because now you're going to get married, and they can't ask, what job are you doing? Because they're assumed that you have your... Your stuff in a line here because you're engaged, yeah, so no so one asks ask hard questions. questions. So they're only going to ask the fun questions, and everyone loves answering what cake you like, and dress you like, and flowers you like, and what's does and the he caterer, do, and, and, and then everyone's young the and beautiful. Like I mean, you have really no hard questions, and everyone rushes through it, and it's something I never understand why. Mm. But when you are married, you have to definitely parse out the dependent and independent because you when, do. But I think. Dependency is not a bad thing. No, I don't think so. And it's like, when it's like, consensual, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> out that big word yeah but um well yeah obviously there's a difference of abuse but it's like if you both really just like depend on each other that much like that's not always the worst thing and depending also doesn't look like you're codependent and like I can't make a decision without him yeah or like like, having to check in whenever you arrive somewhere whenever you leave somewhere yeah like that's not no like I think dependency is like okay our kid has a problem with the teacher it's like yeah the first thing an issue comes up up, like where it's like when you hear something and it impacts you like that's the first person you want to talk to about it yeah like that and then it's like who's gonna stand Up. Are you gonna take the reins or am I going to take the reins? And are like who's gonna be the support? Like that's dependency to me. That works together. Like, oh, like this whole thing affects me a lot more. It doesn't affect you as much. How are we gonna like you know that I think is dependency? And then like also, but you're independent, because I know I know if I get married and have kids and do the whole gambit, and I have friends, I, I assume all my friends are gonna get married and have kids, like I don't worry for them. But if I have one outlier or some person I know later in life or something and they never got married or had kids, I know for a fact that I would be able to transition and be a good friend to them and a good friend to my married friends as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we, our father, he has... Single friends, like a bunch of single friends, and he was telling me he's like, and he's all like, well, you know, when you get married, you won't have any more single friends, and I'm like, well, okay, you've only had single friends, so (laughs) yeah. What's the truth? (laughs) But see, and that's where I think your independence comes in because people think, oh, well, I only have kids, I can only talk about them. No, like, there's still you have other interests too because you can't because then you get into the camp of like being I'm a mother, I need I need attention, I need this stuff because you never cultivated a relationship or a personality or interests outside of the house yeah. which you always should have because your kids you should always have one thing that's are only truly 18 yours. 18 years of your life. Once they're out to college, you have to remember who you were before then. You know what I'm saying? 18 yeah. years is not that long. It's like barely two decades. I know don't mothers always say that it's like the blink of an eye. Yeah, so it's like for those 18 years, I think you should give everything you have but also remember who you are because once they're gone, the biggest desire I would think for you, your kids of your heart for your kids is that they would be independent and creative and you know learn things and seek things out and question things and find answers. So why would you ever stop yourself from doing that? Yeah, like you should always do that because they're like kids are a beautiful thing, but they are a very short time, and we should always be nice to each other during that and cultivate our independent groups and our dependent groups. But at the end of the day, marriage is completely dependent and you should not be independent in your marriage. Yeah. Like, you should always be dependent. But you are still an individual. Yeah. Yeah. And then I always think, whenever it gets hard, whenever it gets hard and y'all are pulling away, I always think of this Beastie Boy lyric. Yeah? Yeah. From what song? From, um, it's from not, it's from, she's crafty. Okay. Great song, know all the words. And, like, there's this line where it's, like, and I haven't seen a smile that pretty in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I love that line Because I'm, like, honestly, like, when it's going and it's getting tough, like, for men, sometimes, it's just, like, a smile.
1: It's you know, like, a takes. pretty smile
0: from a pretty girl. And you're his wife. And you will always find that beautiful. So, but that's, like, just runs in the that's back funny. of my mind all the time. I'm a like a pretty girl smile. Yeah. I seen a smile that pretty in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always because that's why men look away, right? Because it's like, yeah. I haven't seen a smile that pretty in a while. Yeah. It's like, she doesn't have to say anything. She just has to look and true. smile. It's L- true. Women are very, <laughs> women, men are very <laughs> visual. Yeah. Literally, if we smile at men. Like, and it's like. I mean, isn't that always like the go-to cat call yeah. thing too, where it's like, you look pretty if you smile. Yeah. It's like, why? So I'm like, smile I'm at like, it, and, it and that's so simple to turn him all back around. It's like, you could be washing the dishes and say an awful ugly thing and like, be all mad about the world. But it's like, if you just say, like, if you just apologize and you give a nice smile, it really turns the whole thing around for them. For them. Maybe your sure life is You so they're friendly. willing to buy you after that. Yeah, maybe your life is still so probably, but then that's why you call up your girlfriend. Yeah. And that's, see, now you're, you found your individuality in your dependency. Yeah. There it is. That's beautiful. All right, put a bow on that. Okay. Okay. Well, we love you. We love you, love yellow. you, Debbie. Talk to you next week. Talk Thanks to you next Thanks for hanging time. out. Yes. Don't forget to check the descriptions show bye <laughs> bye love you love you dubbies bye bye